Welcome to the Women of TBC podcast. You'll hear content from women's Bible studies and other women's events. For more information, visit templebiblechurch.org. just love that song thinking about Elijah and Elisha. Um, I have a couple of announcements for you today. Remember that we are continuing our um, Hope Mommies project through the month of October. Now you do have uh, note cards in all of your boxes. If anybody wants to um, contribute a note card, a card of encouragement to a family who's lost a child, you can do that. And then I want to tell you about something uh, new that's coming up. Uh, Brandon Brewer asked me if I would share with you that we're going to have a a really cool gathering on November 13th from 9 a.m. to noon in this room, and it's going to be called Neighbors and Nations. Brandon is our uh, missions pastor, and we have a couple of our missionaries um, furloughing here this fall with us, and they are going to be... 
teaching us about the context that they're in and helping us to see how we can pray for them and how we can join them in, in the work that they do. Um, there's going to be breakfast. There's going to be lunch from 9 to noon. So in three hours, you're going to get two meals, and you're going to get amazing uh, community and <laughs> great time together. So it's called Neighbors and Nations. And Brandon made this little thing that has a QR um, code that you can scan with your phone, and you can sign up for it. So I'm going to have this outside on that table where the Hope Mommy boxes are as you leave if you want to um, scan that and sign up. November 13th, 9 a.m. to noon. All right, um, we are in for a treat today because Allie Rogers is back with us. And um, I want to just tell you that Allie has just encouraged me and strengthened um, my faith so much by... Um, really demonstrating the faith of the Shunammite woman that we talked about this week um, by declaring all is well when all is not well. Um, Allie's going to tell you some about that today, but um, I just want to call Allie up to, um, to the podium and I'm going to pray over her. So join me in prayer. God, we praise your name. We glorify you. Thank you for showing us your mighty power this week, your justice, your wrath, but your generous mercy and your kindness and your grace. Thank you so much for just time together to, to talk about what you have taught us, um, to elevate your sovereignty and your word, and we're just grateful to be here. We know that you've joined us. We've gathered in your name, so you're right here in our midst, and you have been with Allie in, in amazing ways over the last few weeks. And so we look forward, God, to what you will say to us through her and through her testimony uh, as she has um, studied these chapters right alongside of us. So God, would you help us to listen well, and would you be magnified in everything that she says? And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I wrote out um, pretty much what I want to say to help me keep on track. So if I'm looking at my paper, um, bear with me. I'm a bit uh, emotional about this all still. So um, I was talking to Amy this week, and I was really encouraged to share with you guys about God's faithfulness. And he has been faithful in ways that I can't quite understand, and I don't always notice. Um, in 2 Kings 3, we see that Moab has rebelled against Israel, and uh, Jeboram is seeking to battle against them. He sends word to the king of Judah, who um, was a man who is God-fearing, um, Jehoshaphat, asked him to come and approach Moab with him. And uh, with the king of Edom, they're marching out to Moab to seek battle, um, to confront them, and realize along the way that they have no water. So Jehoshaphat um, is looking for godly counsel, and he seeks Elisha. Because Jehoshaphat is a man of God, Elisha calls upon the Lord, 
and he's waiting for the Spirit to come upon him as the music plays. Um, the Lord tells the people to get ready to receive. Go and build many trenches and ditches. Um, get ready. You're not going to see the wind and you're not going to see the rain, but water will come. And the water did come, and they didn't see the wind or the rain. The water filled the trenches and gave water to the people, and the water um, is used by the Lord to give Moab into the king's hands. The Lord answers, and he is faithful. And even when the king of Moab saw his falling, he took his own son, his successor, and sacrifices him to the pagan gods. And these three kings say, I'm out. I don't believe that the Lord is going to um, allow us to defeat Moab. And they retreat. After seeing God's power that he fills these trenches with water, after seeing God's power that he's giving the Moabites into their hands, they retreat. And I so often feel like these three kings that sees the Lord's faithfulness and retreats. So two and a half weeks ago, My husband calls me that our home was broken into. <laughs> Valuable things and sentimental things were taken. Our identities were taken, as well as the security that we once felt in our home. <laughs> Sorry. And with our door broken down and our memories gone, we felt broken. And I still feel a bit broken. Because in this moment, I don't feel like there's an end. There's a new anxiety, a new stress. I've spent countless hours talking to detectives and giving statements and calling various places, trying to get new birth certificates and socials and passports. Exhausted, and it feels never-ending. Spend the little things of sleepless nights and arguments over the details and how to solve it, flat tires, and um, trying to fit in the events and work commitments that we already had in our lives. The Lord has said to dig a trench, and the water will come. He said we won't always see the wind or the rain, but the water will be there to quench my thirst and win battles. And I've seen it so many times. He has been faithful so many times for so many years, and I've seen it in my life and in my friends' lives and the lives of the testimonies that are in scripture. And 
I more often feel like I want to flee when there feels like a moment that the Lord isn't going to provide a victory for the battle. On Sunday, Richard and I sat with friends after the passing of a dear friend last Saturday. And he was someone who loved the Lord, filled with joy. (laughs) And he opened his home to anyone and everyone who needed love. And I know that he is praising Jesus today. (laughs) But the loss feels not right. It's overwhelming. Elijah followed Elijah. No matter what, he was a mentor to him. He was a father figure to him. He was his friend. And he knew where Elijah was when he was taken up by God. That this was good in what the Lord had And he asked only for his spirit to, um, for the spirit of God to be doubled for him. And he calls upon the Lord when Elijah is taken, and he says, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And just like Elijah just had done he struck the water and it was parted and Elijah did the sa- Elisha did the same and it was parted an immediate show uh, immediate display of God's faithfulness that he is with him and he has purpose even though he lost his friend his mentor his father figure God provided the widow with livelihood when she came to Elisha for help. And the oil did not stop flowing until the jars were full. And he didn't just give her enough jars of oil to keep her and her sons from slavery. He gave her enough to live on and pay all of her debts, that they would never have the fear of slavery again by his faithfulness. This barren woman promised a son after coming to God's prophet, and her son grows up, and then he dies. And so she quickly goes to the man of God and tells him what's happened, and he tells her what to do. But she replies as Elijah replied to Elijah, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And so he goes to the boy And the woman and Elisha pray. And God brings warmth to his body, and he raises him from the dead. 
And this woman praises God before she embraces her son that she was just presumed dead. I want to be faithful like this woman. You know, we all have heavy seasons. And I'm in one of those seasons now. But I've seen so much of God's faithfulness already. Through his people and the church and um, the way God is providing and uh, showing his grace and his many mercies. And I want to not just know that God is faithful, but to believe it with every fiber of my being and live it out. So when your faith is tested, it matters who you cling to. It matters that you fall at the face of Jesus, knowing that he has come and brought freedom and that he will fill your trenches that you've worked hard to dig ready to receive, and he will answer the prayers that you have called out. Jesus came to set us free. And he has offered forgiveness for my heart when it's been bitter and angry. And when I haven't responded graciously. I just want to encourage all of you that when faced with something that feels out of your control, that you would fall at the feet of Jesus. Know that the water he provides will quench your thirst and win battles. So you pray with me now. God, you are good. You are faithful. You are King of kings, Lord of lords, Prince of peace. You are our shade and our shepherd. The light we can follow and have peace when we fall at your feet. Ask that you would Forgive my anger, my bitterness, and my faithlessness. Let us remember that you are who you say you are. You are good beyond measure, and when we cannot see the wind and the rain, we'll know that you are provider and protector Savior. We praise you. 
Lord, I ask for this family that lost a father and a brother and husband, a friend, that you would provide them with an overwhelming sense of peace. They would know your embrace intimately, that you would not allow them to stray, but they would be filled with faith in your spirit. Jesus, we praise you. Your name is above all other names. In your holy name, amen. Um, if you guys would stand or, or sit and sing with me.
Will you guys join me in praying for Allie? And um, I just want to, to say as I pray, I'm just so incredibly proud of her for standing and, and sharing that with us. So let's pray together. God, we just join our hearts together as your, your body, your family, your people, and we just um, ask you, Father, to, to just surround Allie and Richard with your grace and your mercy, your peace that passes all understanding, the compassion, God, that you have proven over and over to us that you extend to your people. And I just thank you, and I just join with my sisters in thanking you for the powerful testimony she's given by standing before us today and sharing uh, from her heart. And God, we pray that you would increase our faith as you have demonstrated in Allie this morning. And we just pray that you would continue to bind our hearts together in unity as your people, um, as we surround her, as we surround all of us who are struggling um, with so many challenges. God, we give them to you, and we trust that as we trust you together, that you were able to do exceedingly abundantly more than all that we can ask or even imagine. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys, give Allie a big hug and have a great week.